and welcome to another episode of Loose Sprues, the podcast from Shieldwall Productions, where we talk about everything and anything, oh, tabletop related, from the building and painting of the miniatures to the rules side and gaming aspect. This is the podcast where we talk about all of it, and we've got a lot to talk about on this episode, and on this episode, we have myself, John. And Jacob. Yes, dear listeners, weirdly enough... The War Master isn't present on this one. He and yeah. he's been universally present on Loose Brews. However, he's not here because he's got a very busy life lately. It happens. Yeah. But there's a lot to talk about as of this weekend. Um, as I'm sure most of you've been keeping up with the uh, Warhammer Community News from the uh, Blood and Glory weekend uh, event they were attending. The Games Workshop was attending. There is, there's a lot. There's a Fuck ton. So we'll just and you know you can read their full announcement on it. We're just gonna go through with the stuff that took out to us and give our and give our thoughts and impressions on it because if you want us to read if you want to read the news, there's already a post about it on the Games Workshop site. Yeah. That said, if you want if you're at home and able to, you can follow along with the topics there as we go around on right on down through them. So we're gonna start off with the thing that's we'll, we'll go down the freaking list. Um, Sigmar is getting a new uh, book. Specifically uh, for the next Battle Tome, which is the uh, Forces of Destruction. There is a teaser trailer, about 30 seconds. And to say it was teaser and not so much just straight up calling their play, that's kind of what happened. Because, you know, no dialogue, creepy music, a moon, and a half moon overlaid over it that's got a grimacing, grinning mouth. It can only mean one thing, greenskins. The Night Goblin specifically. Is, there yep. night, is the Night Goblin moon over the moon? Like, they, they even had the the coyness after at the, below the uh, teaser trailer video. Whatever could that mean? Um, well, it's, it's kind of we're not dumb. Mostly, mostly, it's probably Greenskins. I mean, that said, you know, it's the forces of destruction battle tomes. So you know, all the forces of destruction for Age of Sigmar, but October literally just happened. It's going to be Greenskins. Yeah. Let's be real here, guys. There's a high probability it's going to be Greenskins, which means it's time for everyone to be their, to embody their best Gork and Mork and be brutal but cunning and cunning but brutal. And don't you dare mix up the two. Because there is a difference. There is a difference. What's the difference? It's a shame you have to ask. <laughs> um, rolling on down the line, speaking of Age of Sigmar and Fantasy, um, the Beastmen have kind of been absent a bit from Age of Sigmar, but they're getting some love. Uh, back this, this month uh, with a couple of made-to-order bits um, to celebrate the rebirth of the Beast of Chaos, apparently. Um, there'll be some models available for a limited time for made-to-order, uh, including the Wargore Standard Bearer, which has uh, not actually been available separately as a just its own model, mm-hmm. which will be nice, as well as fan-requested favorites like the Pestigors and Gorthor. In addition to that, the Beasts of Chaos heroes and units will have a permanent home uh, as far as rules to download, so you can field a Chaos Beastman army of the old world in narrative and open play in Age of Sigmar. I always liked the Beastmen. I thought they were nifty. I thought they were They're pretty... probably the most metal-looking thing. Most metal-looking thing, and also, like, classic Games Workshop absurd. Yeah. Like, right up there with orcs and dwarves and like that. Like, that's one of the things that just screams Games Workshop fantasy to me, is the Beastmen. So it's nice that they're getting some love. Yeah. Again. Um, now, there's been... A lot of talk about when there'll be some Chaos Demon models getting updated. What with 
um, Nurgle, mm-hmm. get, uh, the Plague Marines getting Mortarion and all that, and the Thousands getting Magnus and all that. Uh, people wonder, well, when are the Chaos Demons going to get some love? Well, wonder no longer, because there's a new boxed set coming along that features the Demons of Corn fighting against the Demons of Sinesh called Wrath and Rapture. Uh, they've revealed a couple of models so far. They've re- revealed new corn flesh hounds. Look, look, f- fucking fantastic! They, they they're fucking awesome. And let's be real, the old flesh hounds weren't bad, but they were old. Yeah, these ones look fucking awesome. And Slanesh players rejoice for there are new fiends on the horizon as well, and they look absolutely fantastic as well. The old fiend models they weren't bad. They held up a little bit better than I'd say the corn flesh hounds did. Yeah, just generally speaking, they aged a bit better, but. These the, ones are fucking awesome. The they're fucking creepy as shit, and I love them. And that's the point. They're supposed yeah. to be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and good news, everyone. There'll be more for both sides to be revealed as time progresses. So yes, there'll be plenty more demons of slash and corn on the horizon. Oh, yeah. Probably just in time for the holiday season. Let's be real here. I love the legs on that new demon model too. Yeah. Like the two front ones are normal, and the two back ones are backwards. Yeah. And. Holy fuck. Suitably creepy, and they'll be suitable for both the Mortal Realms in Age of Sigmar and 40k. Or both. Probably yeah. both, because, you know, round base is nice and flexible. Um, now, for all you 40k players, Chapter Approved 2018 is indeed on the horizon, and there a couple of highlights from that is they are including rules to include looted vehicles Ooh. for your orc armies in open and narrative play, which is nice. For the, it's nice that they're bringing looted vehicles back, so I guess there's... Um, it's rules and guidelines to include your most, quote, cunning conversions, spelled with a K in both words, uh, in your work army. So you'll be able to bring out some looted vehicles again to uh, further celebrate Orktober. And Tau players rejoice because the uh, there will be data sheets for fielding Commander Farsight's Elite Bodyguard Ooh. in this year's chapter approved. Now, that is not the thing that has stood out from this particular chapter approved to probably everyone who's paid attention to it. Because, yes, we know that Sisters of Battle have been on the horizon. They've been announced uh, as of this past Adepticon. Now it's less of a pipe dream and more of an impending reality. Because this chapter approval will apparently feature a beta codex for the Sisters of Battle. I think that's rather interesting. I think that shows that they're trying to do their very best to do it very carefully and do it properly. Because this is the first time we've had a beta codex available to the public. Because they've done rule testing and stuff like that in the past, Jacob. Um, but it's usually within... With their own yeah. hand-selected testers. This is just a beta codex for the um, Sisters of Battle that is open to the public uh, that goes along with Chapter Approved 2018. And in, they did give some uh, little teasers of what to expect from the, at least, beta codex. There's In uh, other news, Tabletop Gaming goes to open beta. Right? <laughs> like, seriously... But, you know... At I, least you don't have to pay for it. Well... Well... Anyway. There the, definitely seems like they are indeed fleshing out the Sisters of Battle way more than they ever have in the past because there's individual... Because there's rules and tactics for the various orders within. Yeah. Um, the example they gave is the Order of the Bloody Rose. The Their little trade or whatever is called Quick to Anger, and you add plus one to strength and attacks characteristics of a model with this conviction during any turn in which it made a charge move, was charged, or performed a heroic intervention. Um, so the, presumably all the major orders militant of the Sisters of Battle will have similar flavors of rules go along with them, just, mm-hmm. like, just like we've seen with, you know, six screen chapters and all that sort of thing. Finally. Yeah. 
they also have stratagems. Uh, yes. The one stratagem they had, uh, the Seraphins arrive on the battlefield in a blaze of go- uh, glory, spreading fire f- uh, from high to scour the foe as they descend. Use this stratagem after Seraphin squad unit from your army is set up on the battlefield. Using its Sky Strike ability, you can immediately shoot with that unit as if it were your shooting phase. The range of the unit's hand flamers is increased to 12 inches. And it does not prevent it from shooting again in the following shooting phase. Which is beefy as fuck for Seraphim. <sighs> because Seraphim aren't your like your assault marines. They're not meant to get stuck in. They're your close fire support because they're, well, at least they were. I don't know what the, we, we, I don't know what the war gear is going to be now. Now, I've got some thoughts on the Sisters of Battle thing. Um, we mentioned this before on podcast when the uh, Sisters of Battle were mentioned, or announced that they were going to be happening. And I was kind of on the fence about, yes, I want them to be done absolutely properly and you know, have them be a fly and away success. But there was that part of me that was just like, but wouldn't it be funny if it just totally sucked and they cocked it up royally? Just because we've been waiting for fucking how long? Since the Sister Battle came out, when the Sister Battle first came out, I wasn't in high school yet. I'm 27 now. They haven't updated the models since then. They've updated the rules technically. Um, the first one, one of the, and not, and I say technically because one of those rules updates was spread over not one but two separate editions of White Dwarf. There's a White Dwarf Codex. Are you fucking kidding me? That's not a real update. Yeah. It was usable, but it wasn't a real update. The next one was um, exclusively digital download only, and I've played against it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't the update deserved, and they didn't update the models throughout. The closest thing that Sisters got to an update of model was when Gilliman came out with the whole triumvirate that they got, the triumvirate of the Primarch. We got a new Celestine and all of two, T-W-O, two new Seraphim models. And that's the, fir- that's the first new Sisters crap we'd seen since the metal models came out. I, I mean, to their credit, they look great. They look great! But people are like, but this isn't an army that's kind of flying. This is an army that's flown under the Games Workshop radar, but not under the hobbyist radar. Everyone's been clamoring for updated sisters for fucking ever. Like, cool, all the new stuff, all the stuff been updated. Yes, yes, yes. Can we get new sisters models, please? New sisters, everything, please. This isn't something that people have been quiet about. There's been petitions <laughs> that have been signed by tens of thousands of people. This is not like a quiet thing. Like. People have gotten angry and sweaty on their keyboards. Seriously, this is something, this is not something they could have easily ignored. I'm sure they've been well aware of this, but like, what the shit games worked out? It took you fucking like 10, over 10 fucking years to get this to happen. Like, what? Now, we're at least getting sisters before Half-Life 3. Yes, now, hold on. I've got a couple of opinions on this. First, you know, because I was on the fence about I wanted to be nice or I wanted to suck. I have since reached the conclusion that we are on the slopes of Mount. I don't give a fuck because either way, something interesting has happened. Yeah. Now, that is my personal opinion. Objectively speaking, um, with regard to the Sisters of Codex, I feel like they're taking kind of a gamble here. Like, sure, it's going to be a probably financial success in terms of the initial sales, but as far as it is, it's got years and years and years and years of fan hype to live up to. And this is a problem. Because those, I'm going to take a slight tangent to illustrate a point here. Those of you familiar with video games, specifically early video games, We'll, be, we'll remember Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was fun. The first one was fun. The second one was alright. Um, and then Duke Nukem Forever was announced. And then several different generations of video game graphics engines came and went before it came out. 14 years passed before a game that was announced came out. It went through several different development studios. Whatever, and when it finally came out, it was a steaming pile of dog shit. 
both because it was ineptly made and because it had been so much there had been so many years of hype being built that even if it had been the most perfectly crafted even if everything had worked perfectly that is still 14 years of hype to live up to that's it's extremely hard. tall order yeah. it's the same reason speaking of half-life 3 valve probably isn't going to make one because they understand that there's no real way to live up to that many years that many years of hype and do it properly games workshop is very much in the same boat here albeit in a different sort of way because yes we've seen some teasers from the models they look great as far as we can tell from the rules yes it'll be at least on par with the other codexes that are out but will that really be enough to kind of make up for at least a decade of at best, half-assed Sisters updates. In my opinion, I think it will turn out well. I'm sure it'll turn out well, but, like, I feel like any issues that would be otherwise forgiven for a codex that is just being updated to 8th edition from 7th might be looked at with a little bit more unforgiving eyes. There'll be a little less wiggle room for, like, okay, whatever. Like, no, you've had fucking how long to get this to us and like when shit falls through the crack when there's like oversights whatever because no matter how much they test how much much how much no matter how much testing is done stuff will still fall through the cracks it's just yeah it's both for this and just anything it's par for the course as far as creating new stuff but given how long it's been since sisters have had an adequate update will those things will those even even if they're objectively minor shortcomings be as forgivable in that context that has been mm-hmm. so long time will tell so we'll see. That's my objective opinion. Though, in my personal opinion, like, the um, the, the sisters battle players that are out there, they, more than anything, want just good models. Yes. Because the people who have gone out and, you know, either paid for the conversion kits mm-hmm. to turn them into sisters or gone out and gone, you know, third party. Or those lunatics who have ate the cost of 60 fucking, no, sorry. Either sixty or eighty U.S. dollars for ten pewter miniatures for a yeah. single Sisters of Battle Squad, and then painted them. Yes, you know, honestly, I think as long as the models look good, it will be a success. Fuck it, it's it's something. It's Plastic Sisters. Oh god, it's so nice. It's so nice to be equal. Maybe. Yeah, probably that. From at least a hobbying aspect, sure. But speaking from a gaming aspect, like. Especially with how much they're um, acknowledging the tournament scene at this point. Like, that's where it's going to get a little landminey. But, I mean, if we haven't learned already, you can't please tournament players. You really can't. Sup, Austin? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever you do, you're going to break it. Right. Like, when it's, when I sure all right when you ever you introduce a completely new variable like that like a brand new code or whatever yeah it's gonna be the new powerhouse because people haven't learned to fight it yet that's just part of the question sure depending on how it's just a matter of how much of a powerhouse it's going to be uh so we'll see the fact that they're open beta testing is interesting yeah I mean that shows that they're like okay we haven't done this in a while like sisters have been long overdue for an update let's make sure it's done absolutely properly and we get as much community just wider like public community feedback from it rather than from the you know pre-appointed um group of testers that they use for their codexes at the very least it'll be better than you know the space wolf's codex (laughs) as i said it's fine space wolf codex new space wolf codex is fine it's not as good as the other ones but it's fine it wasn't a 
colossal disappointment. So you know it'll be it'll be okay because okay is better than fine. Sure. A uh, point is like again we're on the slopes of mount. I don't give a fuck whether it's gr- you know, okay or great or it's a total steaming turd. I, I'm personally indifferent because something interesting has happened. You you just gotta lower your expectations. <laughs> you can't be disappointed if you weren't even excited to begin with. Yes, you lower your expectations enough, and you will never be disappointed, only continually surprised. <laughs> now, Regardless, I'm going to buy them. Oh, I've yeah. wanted Plastic Sisters forever. Oh, yeah, we can harp on and, you know, talk about theoreticals or whatever all, all day long, but let's be real here, Evan. Let's be real. We're going to buy them, Jacob. Who doesn't love, you know, Nuns space... with guns who go absolutely yeah! fucking berserk to the point where Space was like, that's a bit much. Like, and, and just the names of the rules, too, like Burning Descent, Order of the Bloody Rose. Right. Like, it's, it's going to be fucking awesome because it's space nuns with guns. Big guns. Boulders. And who go completely insane for the Imperium and the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love that? Heretics. I said, who doesn't love that? And I answered, heretics and perhaps Xenos as well. Who matters besides us, us glorious Imperium players? And I'm sure Nathan would have a great deal of things to say, but since he's not here to defend heretic kind, well, we've got the microphones. <laughs> oh my god, it's kind of like a, almost a slight aside to what it's like in the 41st millennium of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> the heretics aren't here, and we can talk. Yeah. Now, speaking of heresy, um, they're moving the timeline a bit forward with the 40k. Um, we, If you've been keeping up, we've been hearing all sorts of things from uh, Vigilus, which is a world on the frontier of the Imperium, which, um... Wait, time moves in the 41st millennia? It does now. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not... Per- <gasps> it's no longer perpetually frozen at two minutes to midnight. Oh my god, what's They're that? progressing the plot. Now, <laughs> Vigilus is kind of the, um... fallback from Cadia, or became the fallback from Cadia in terms of frontier near the Eye of Terra. Um, and from what they're saying, it's apparently, quote-unquote, time for the Imperium to strike back. Uh, they gave it a little teaser trailer, and it's just done in the 40k style of calling for aid. Um, there's heretics at work. There's the um, orcs at work. There's Eldar at work. No tyrannies or whatever, but you know you've got you've got the main players. Um, Imperium, fuck yeah, coming that, to save the motherfucking day, yeah. Yeah, basically the vigilance is like, hey, we need some help here. Um, and the big conjecture that they're trying to start up is who's going to answer. Um, given where it is on the map in terms of 40k, like, it's not far from Cadia, where, rather, where Cadia was. Sorry. No, it's still a sore subject. Rip. Yeah. Press F. But, given the forces that would answer the call when Cadia called for aid, I imagine, given the codexes that come out recently, it's probably, or that are coming out, probably gonna be sisters, um, obviously the Ultra Smurfs are gonna be there, because they are. Um, probably some Salamanders and probably Space Wolves. This, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I won't be surprised if Space Wolves show up. I won't. Yeah. When a world is this close to the brink, Space Wolves are not far away from showing up. That's just kind of what we do. You can smell we them go... coming from sector away. Yes. Yes. It smells like wet dog. Yes, it does, Jacob. Yes, it does. Now, um, a couple of other things, you know, the Necromunda, new Necromunda gang, um, which looks cool. Um, House de Lac, best trench coats in the 41st millennium, and I'm partial to trench coats. 
I think they look slick, and this Hive Gang is no different. Um, but the thing that I want to get to, that really stood out to me next, would be the um, next box set. It is Warhammer Quest Blackstone Fortress. Um, Which is fucking awesome. There's a lot. Now, the premise is another a Blackstone Fortress is what ultimately destroyed Cadia. Um, and now another one's shown up. It's the 41st millennia equivalent of, a, like, a Halo ring, pretty much. With Right. Yeah. Um, Blackstone Fortresses are said, are rumored to be the last, con, like, the, um, buh, 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 last and deadliest gift of the galaxy the old ones once, uh, the old ones gave, according to this little blurb from Games Workshop about them. It's the only piece of Xenotech that's valuable enough that the Imperium will keep. Right. Um, it's its own standalone box game. Uh, it's got characters for both sides, for both the um, adventurers and the uh, foes. Uh, the models look great. It's If you're familiar with Warhammer Quest games, this will be familiar territory to you. But the models themselves, let's talk about the uh, cast of characters. Because, at least on the side of, I guess, order. Because, you know, there is no good guys in 40k. And there is just... Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got... Uh, a Eldari Ranger, an Imperial Navigator, a uh, Adeptus Storm Priest, a Missionary Zealot, what looks to be a Rogue Trader, a couple of Rattlings, a Crute Shaper, and some sort of um, robotic construct that they... I've, I haven't read any details it, it, it looks like an automaton, yeah. from my own perspective. Yeah. Now, all of those miniatures look absolutely freaking gorgeous. Um, the, one, the one I like the best is the um, Adeptus Storm Priest, honestly, because that is the most Adeptus Storm Priest-looking priest that ever priested. I might buy the box set just for that priest. Seriously. That's not to say the other one, the other models don't look great. They do. But yeah. that is the most priest-looking priest the Imperium has ever priested. Oh, my God. The, he it, He's just... You know, He's overweight, so 40k with, with his, you know, flowing robes, his beat stick of holiness, his book. It's great. Now, even though the heretic isn't here, he would be rather upset if we didn't talk about the other side, the opposition. Um, mostly in the form of Forces of Chaos. And they haven't skimped on the Forces of Chaos here, because those fucking traitor guard... Yes, there are finally traitor guards. And there, but there are more than five cultist models available now. And with they this look, set. oh my god, it looks like a biker gang metal band, like with just, chaos stars. Yeah, with chaos stars. It is that aesthetic. Yeah, traitor guardsmen, uh, mechanized cultists, and as far as I can recall, chaos beastmen in 40k. All of which look great. Now there are also uh, two new. Chaos Marines, as well as a Chaos Marine character, all three of which look freaking awesome. The Chaos Marine character himself has fuck-off hammer, to put it bluntly. The meat hammer? He's got a meat hammer, and it looks fucking cool, I'm not gonna lie. Like, these Chaos, model these Chaos Marine models look fucking cool. And it's about damn time, because the Chaos Marine models need, need some updating, I'm not gonna lie, Jacob. Just a little bit. Like, I'm no heretic. But objectively speaking. But you want the people you fight to actually look the part. I want people I fight to look presentable. <laughs> like, it's only fair. Space Will got a new, new kit when they got their first standalone codex. It's been a while since the Chaos Marines got just normal Chaos Marine updated. 
hopefully this is a sign of things to come because if it is adding these two just random spudly chaos marine models are an indication of what's to come with new chaos marine models oh boy they look fucking cool um now there's also uh, plastic urghuls, as well as a set of spindle drones, which are apparently the mechanical custodians of the fortress itself, which looks which look pretty freaking nifty. Um, they they look like sci-fi. They look, fucking yeah. This is the most sci-fi looking sci-fi drones that I've ever fucking seen out of 40k. Because like this is like pure sci-fi drones. Like this isn't yeah. like you know some like um, hybrid of flesh and. It, it looks like the fucking Star Wars drones from like the prequels. Like yes, but not separatist. stupid. But not yeah. stupid. You know those, like, drones that would, like, attach themselves onto the ship and start, like, ripping shit apart? Just That's like, what those kind of look like. Yeah, but not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stress that enough, Jacob. Um, they look metal. They look fucking cool. Um, and this, there's a lot of models in this kit, and I'm not going to lie, as cool as the forces of order are, these forces of the, the, the opposition, the minions of darkness models, they look, they look fucking gorgeous. The Trader Guardsmen look fucking awesome. And we get that fucking zealot with a flamer chainsword. On the, on the Forces of Order, yes. And he... Yeah. Um, I find it interesting that you're including a navigator in this one, too. Yeah. Because um, we haven't really seen much in the way of navigator models. We've seen... Because we get them for Forge Worlds for 30k, but we haven't seen one, as far as I can recall, for 40k. I get to this is on standalone box. It's not going to be probably usable in 40k game, but we've got a 40k miniature that's a navigator. And that's... That said, all of the miniatures on the um, hero side look great. The Eldar Ranger looks fucking cool. Not gonna lie, like yep. all of that's the thing. All of these look cool, and the thing that also stands out to me is that there is a rogue trader model. In that the character is a character who is a rogue mm-hmm. trader, at least appears to be. Um, the two ratlings, whether appear to be ratlings, look great because the old school ratling models were uh, old as shit. And it showed. Yeah. Oh my god! On other news, hobbits have come to 40k. I mean, it looks like it. I'm not gonna lie, it does. Um, but that said, if because Nathan and I have played through a couple of the different box games from uh, Games Workshop to come out in the past, and if it's anything like those, this is going to be a fucking blast. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's designed for um, one to three players. Or sorry, not one to three. One to five. Um, players, your character that you choose will grow and develop and pick up new gear between runs, and each journey offer greater rewards and, of course, greater dangers. Um, yeah, it's designed to be played either apparently solo or with friends, so hmm, that's neat. But, uh, like, there's so much shit that they announced this weekend. It's a lot, Jacob. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of really cool stuff. It is this. I I saw this and I was like, oh my god, yeah, shit is shit is going forward. We're getting new stuff. We're getting a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Um. Now, it feels like they didn't really. They're playing the sister battle thing close to chest, and we are going to go back to that because it is kind of what's going to be ultimately be the biggest news of this year. Honestly, is, the, oh, yeah. is that Sisters of Battle got announced and is now they're showing is no longer a pipe dream. But they're playing it very close to the chest, which, you know, on one hand, they're, obviously they're going to because if too much gets leaked, then that might hurt sales, sure. But on the other hand, there's the objective worries like, are they playing it close to the chest because they are aware that they have a deadline to meet and they're going to have to fix shit in post, basically. 
honestly, I think they're playing close to the chest to try to continue to build hype. Yeah. The the more hype they build, the greater their initial week of sales will be. Yes. I think we've talked about this before, but Sisters, like, I think they will sell great. Yes. I don't think they will sell great after a couple months. Potentially. Because a lot of the people, the people who are going to play Sisters and buy them are going to be the people who day pre-order one it and pre-order it. Sort of yeah. You know? Um, but you know, after the, after the hype kind of vents off, they're, they're going to probably do what they've always done as sisters and just kind of like dissipated. They're there. Yeah. And yeah, that, to be honest, that's kind of what happened when they came out with, in the form of metal miniatures. But I think part of that was because they were uncustomizable metal yeah. miniatures. There wasn't a whole lot to make them unique. Every sisters of battle army looked pretty much the same in terms yeah. of posing because they were just it was all pewter miniatures. There wasn't much you could do posing-wise. Now, sure, Sisters players who are going to... People who are going to buy Sisters are probably going to be buying them within the first week or two weeks or something like that. But if the kits are cool enough, I feel like they'll have a little bit more longevity than they once did. Yeah, and I mean, the community's bigger now, too. For sure. So, they, they definitely will have more players, and their lore is cool. People yeah. like them. I just... You know, GW, their main faction that most people play are Space Marines. Sure. So, I mean, with anything, like, as as an Imperium player, a lot of their models kind of go by the wayside once people are like, okay, that's cool. I'm still going to do my Space Marines. Right. Um, I think the other thing they're taking a bit of a gamble with, because it seems like the they might not be out in time for holiday season. They're probably going to be out post-holiday season. As far, yeah. as, as far as how far along they are, it... Term, how far along they'd be in terms of release hype? A beta codex at this point, as of this, as of today, which is November fourth, doesn't say to me out by the holidays. Yeah, and I mean, realistically speaking, I think I understand why they're doing it because it would probably get in the way of them selling their usual holiday bundles that they do every yeah. their usual one-off holiday bundles. Not only that. Year. But the lowest time in sales is right after Christmas, like yes. January, February. So they pump out this highly anticipated release, and they kind of recoup some of that. Yeah. Again, though, some kind of a gamble because, at least in this particular demographic of sales and customers, whatever, people have quite likely just spent a small fortune on new miniatures. Yeah. That said, Sisters players probably have been playing because, you know, spent a bit more conservatively on new holiday miniatures. Understanding that it will, sisters will be out post holiday season. Now, again, kind of, all, all the sister players are you know adults now who have steady jobs and you know planning for. But like that's not even a joke, it Jacob. Isn't. That's not even a joke because when sister came out, they were children. When sister came out, I was a child. the The only sister player I know is like twenty nine, thirty now. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They were a child when sisters first came out. They were a child when sister models got got models. <laughs> Decades, Jacob. Like, to dip our toes in pots, we've had... <laughs> there's been two different... Uh, there's been two president, different presidents since the sisters got a model. That's a long time, Jacob. Yeah. Fuck. It's been... And again, I... Like, I struggle to understand why it's taken so long. I'm sure it's been explained to me at some point, but apparently not adequately enough to make sense, because this isn't an army that people have just kind of 
forgotten about. Again, people have been clamoring for Stitcher, so why is it taking fucking years and years and years to get to this point? I'll give you one hint. A new CEO probably helps. You're probably not wrong, honestly. But on the same turn, like, a new run of Sisters models, even if they were kind of meh, would have been new Sisters models. Plastic sister models. People just want plastic sisters of battle. It's, it's, it still doesn't make sense, Jacob. From, from a business standpoint, when they're trying, when they're just pushing sheer profits rather yeah. than building community, if they want sheer, if they want like a kind of crutch boom of profits, pump out some plastic sisters models. Even if they're meh, they're, they'll sell because they're plastic. They're not the fucking pewter ones. I mean, on one hand, yeah. On the other hand, if they don't sell well enough, they can't pay the molding and modeling costs. I understand this. Because, I mean, just to make, like, one plastic mold is, it's, like, millions of dollars. I understand this. Yeah. But again, people have been clamoring for this since as long as I can remember at this point. Since, like, since before I was in high school, man. Like, it's a long time, man. It's a long time, man. Like, like, yes, sure. I'm objectively thankful that, yes, sisters are finally getting updated. But, like, holy fucking shit, it's taken a while. Yeah. And there's been a lot of false starts. There's been a lot of, like, oh, you know, I heard, you know, the rumor mill says the sisters are on the horizon. Everyone get hyped, and they weren't. <laughs> so everyone got disappointed. Like, uh, fast forward, like, another year and a half. Hey. I hear sisters are on the horizon, and they weren't. People laugh. People laugh. But, it's, then it's... This, but then this time, people are like, hey, I hear sisters are on the horizon. Like, haha, running joke or whatever. And then Games Workshop's like, sisters are on the horizon. Everyone's like, fucking what? Hey, do you hear? Your wallet's gonna be mine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everyone's like, no. No, this is a joke. And then they start showing us previews of the model. And then they show, like, a ten fucking pixel image of a tip of the sword, and people are like, oh! Fucking creaming themselves. Now, the sword looked cool, yes. And then they showed the options of heads coming in the next, in the, one of the sister kits. I, I'm not gonna lie. It got some kind of mixed reactions. They look good. They look good. I mean, I can see the complaints that people had with them, but, like, it was very much, there wasn't middle ground. There wasn't, I didn't yeah. see a lot of middle ground. There were people like, oh, this is awesome. And there were people who were just like, fucking really? The the unhelmeted heads were okay. The helmeted heads looked fine. Yes. It's hel- hard to fuck up an easy helmet that they have. Right. The Sister of Battle have such cool helmets. It's hard to fuck that up. Now, the unhelmeted ones, I will admit, I saw the, I could see where people were coming from on that. At the same time, shut the fuck up with these sisters. No, no, not even that. Like, But also that. The only thing... That I honestly don't care if they fuck up is the heads, because I can buy heads. Yeah. The heads are the cheap part. I can get those. It's twenty. It, you know, it's twenty-eight millimeter heroic heads. There but is you can fuck up the rest of it, and we're gonna have get your yeah. pitchforks and torches. If, if the armor, the bodies, you know, the hands, the guns, if those look fine, awesome. Because cool. I can go. I can fix the rest. I'll go to Victoria Miniatures or whatever who have good female heads. And, and fix the and issue. Fix them. But, again, what if it's not just the heads? And objectively speaking, I understand it's, it's probably all fine. They probably haven't cocked up the rest of it. Without, yeah. without it being a deliberate effort. 
But again, I don't care. I objectively don't really mind either way because something interesting has happened. Yeah. Again, like, I would love to see this work very well. But it would bring me no small amount of amusement if this just fucking tanked hard because everything was dog shit. You know what I'm But either way, Jacob, something interesting happened. You know what I'm excited to see? Was that? The fucking Exorcist. Yes. Hopefully that gets a bit more of an update than it had. So, I'm, I'm sure the tank will be fine if yes. they can... It's a rhino chassis, Jacob. How can it not? But, like, I'm excited to see that servitor. Yes. And even if they fuck that up, it's easy enough to fix because you get that... The thing is, they can't possibly fuck it up more than the original run of it, because this is just the old yeah. one, right? Yeah. Um, when people bought initially, some people had to straight heat the metal to get it to fit into the fucking frame on the back, because otherwise it was just warped out of place, and it was pewter. Like, that thing was a nightmare for people to build. Universally. I have yeah. not heard one ex- one person say, oh yeah, that was a breeze to build. It was universally a pile of dog shit. They can only go up from there. Yeah, and I guess that's part of the thing is like the, the original models were just pretty shit. So you, you can't go wrong. You look back at them and you're like, wow, that's pretty good considering when they came out. Yeah. But again, I would be very, I'm very much interested to see that hopefully the penitent engine gets an update. Ooh, yeah. Because that thing was, I'll admit, has aged well. It's still fucking cool. Both conceptually and as a model, the penitent engine's fucking cool. It's for donkeys. You slap, you slap a, um, someone who's transgressed quite a bit against the Imperium, dope them up, blend, so all they know is blind rage, and they knew that, know that the only way to repent is to kill as many heretics as they possibly can before the thing they're strapped to exploderates. That thing was a... Was fucking cool both as a model and rules wise. Rules wise, it was a fucking menace. I think it was a fucking menace on tabletop. The first time I saw one in action, it straight flipped at the filer like it was nothing. I'm excited because they were a strong army. Yes, and that's that's the weird bit is that even in their half-assed sort pseudo update since then, they've held their own. Yeah, but they just haven't been sisters. True. That said, given what we've seen with you know just the teaser of the order um order the bloody heart whatever and the stratagems whatever i have no doubt that they're going to be rather strong yeah because where they've the what they've always been is they've been kind of the middle ground between space marines and imperial guard they're not as expensive as space marines they're not as cheap as imperial guard but they can be fielded in greater numbers than space marines with power armor and bolters they don't have the armor of space marines they do no they have power armor they don't have the um ballistic skill for recall they don't have the same um, stats as far as ballistic and weapons go. It, it's it's not the same power armor, though, you know? It is still a three-up save, Jacob. Well, I understand. It's... I'm speaking rules-wise, Jacob. Yeah, I, but I mean, it, I'm talking lore-wise, you know. They don't have the power armor of space marines, but yes. they have the anger of angry marines. Yes. But all that's aside. Yeah. The, the three-up saves. Yes. Awesome. A three-up save is a three-up save, and I'm sure people will say, well, yes, we'll make it 20 times... Okay, I've got 20 bodies in this squad. Come at me. And we got chainswords and flamers. Yes, and, like, yes. So, like, even if the Codex is kind of lukewarm, for what it is, it'll still be generally strong because that's... Sisters are kind of a strong army. Yeah. Generally speaking, because the... Especially now, when everything can hurt everything, bolters 
kind of count for a bit more than they did, at least in my opinion. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone who disagree with me, who ultimately probably know a bit more th- about the rules than I do, and that's fine. It's just, objectively speaking, the sisters are kind of a strong army. They've got their weaknesses, sure. They do. Yeah. Um, a lot of their anti-vehicle stuff is kind of short-range, because it's all that comes in the form of Melta. Slanash. Melta's not, not, the, not particularly long-range. They don't... They've got close combat capability, but not quite to the same extent as, say, Space Marines. You know, they've got their sister mm-hmm. Pentia squads, but those are, very, like, the definition of glass cannons. they got, I think, a five or six-up save. And, yeah, they've got Eviscerators. They're not particularly high initiative. That's why you get so damn many of them. I thought Sister's biggest weakness was the Slanash, because I've seen enough hentai to know tentacles. <sighs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm also really excited. I hope more Adeptus Ministerum stuff comes out with the sisters. I don't see why I wouldn't, honestly. But, you know, it's, it's, it's nice because, you know, hopefully it gives me enough to flush out, you know, Inquisition to be playable again. Yeah, rather than the kind of, again, half-hearted Inquisition codex supplement. Because what I'm hoping is, you know, since sisters are coming, hopefully they are going to come out with Inquisition soon, too. Yeah, now they got the Agents of the Imperium supplement and all that sort of thing in the Codex or download, whatever. But it's not quite the same. Yeah. Like, how to say? When Sisters and Grey Knights both came out, they were um, Wish Hunters and Demon Hunters, respectively, but they both had options for Inquisition elements. The Grey Knight, the Demon Hunters had a bit more in that regard. Yeah. In that they had a bit more options in terms of Inquisitors that they could field, as well as Inquisitorial Henchmen that could field and all that sort of get. But. Hopefully we'll see a bit more of an Inquisitorial presence in terms of a, a um, branch of the Imperium's many different military facades. Because that's an interesting venue. Yeah. Slightly better, substantially better than your bog-standard guardsmen. Fewer numbers, more interesting gadgets, more fun toys. But yeah. we'll see. Again, this is, it's all conjecture at this point because we they're playing it close to the chest. I'm, I'm really hoping they do Inquisitorial Stormtroopers that aren't just the drop troops. The yes, that aren't the Kazargan, yeah. that aren't the um, Tempest of Science. The Tempest of Science are cool. Yeah, but I want me some standalone, definitive. Like these are Inquisitorial henchmen. This is what they look like. Yeah. Because I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because look at you know the set that came out last year with the you know. Arch Magios, the Seraphim. Yes, the Triumvirate, yeah. the Primarch, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you also have the Witch Hunter. Yeah, the um, Inquisitrix. So I wouldn't be surprised if they seem like they really want to. Yeah. And if they're going to have an opportunity to do so, this is the Sisters of the Code Battle Codex is that opportunity. Yeah. It just is. Or at least it's the opportunity to segue into it. We don't know because, again, this is all conjecture and hypothesis whatever which is fun and it's all right it's all right we don't typically do that but it's fun to guess yeah and again this is also what makes the most logical sense generally speaking because they're not going to really have a much better segue than that now granted the way that they release codex they do you know something imperium something trader or something xenos something imperium something trader something xenos so, and one of the, those two you know goes imperium xenos imperium trader imperium xenos whatever yeah so we'll see yeah um i imagine sister val coming out will probably see Probably see some sort of new chaos stuff come out yeah. after that. Um, it just would make the most, again, most logical sense as a segue. Because from what I can tell, what come, 
whatever the codex has just come out, the thing that comes after is going to be its most immediate counter. Yeah. Generally, not always, I'll grant, you know, that's not always the case. But if ever they're going to abide by that pattern, the fucking Sisters Codex is going to be that time. I wouldn't be surprised if they do the demon engines. It's yeah. been a while since yeah. they've done a lot of those demon engines. Mm -hmm. and uh, they've held up well. Yeah. Those kids, you know, the um, fucking hell turkey, whatever it's called. <laughs> um, uh, the and the Mollerfiend. Those have all held up very well. They have. That, that fucking not... demon on the tracks. Yeah, these... Um, yeah, the, that the, the thing. fuck huge one, yeah. I'm blanking on his name. Where's our heretic when we need him? All right. We've got the mics. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Because, you know, with, with, with all the new Imperium stuff, we need something to fight. Yeah, we need something to beat up on. Yeah. Something new to beat up on. We've taken everyone else's lunch money. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, and I wouldn't be surprised with the new lore, too. Yeah. Because, um, great segue. Like we've talked about before, it's yep. And with the way that they progress, the timelines and the new war zones, whatever, that just seems to be how they do it. They use it as basically stage set stage settings to introduce new factions and updates to factions, or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. But time will tell. But I think that's about all there is to say that yeah. we've got on the many many things that have come out or been announced this past weekend. Um. I'm very much looking forward to seeing more of the demons of Corn and Slash, to be quite honest, because... They're fucking... The models that, ex that currently they're, exist... They're good. Them, even no, I mean, the the new models are great. The new models are great, but the ones that even exist... That they'll, that'll be getting updated, the old ones, are fucking cool. Yeah. They are. They've held up well enough. They're fucking cool. It's kind of hard to fuck up demons. You're not wrong. Because if you fuck you them up, like, they already looked fucked up that's kind of it though like, yeah you can't fuck it up because like oh i accidentally put this leg on backwards oh but that actually makes sense in this particular context never mind i don't have to redo it i just have to make sure i can't see you know you can't see your fingerprints on it yeah just smooth it down like, cool that leg's on backwards yes it's a demon fair point all right if you Get find if you find yourself with extra guard bits just start gluing them on <laughs> yes extra pieces yes Demons, you can't fuck them up. They they are supposed to be fucked up. That's kind of the point. They don't have to make sense. Why? They're demons. They don't have traditional anatomy bits. If a leg's backwards, so? <laughs> it's a demon. I meant to do that. Right. But anyway, thank you all so very much for listening to another episode of Loose Bruce, and there will be more of this coming your way from now on. We yeah. understand that Loose Bruce has been on a bit of a back burner, but it'll be... Back in your daily, regular dosage of, uh, shield wall stuff. Uh, content, I guess. Yeah. In the future going forward. And if you've got any suggestions or things you want us to talk about on Loose Brews or Lord Council or General Nerd Sense, head on over to our Facebook page, Shieldwall Productions at Facebook.com or... Or hit us up on Twitter, the official SWP. You know, if you have any new, uh, new things you found and updates... Send them our way, or, you know, you just want to shoot the shit and talk, I'm more than happy to hear that as well. Or want to show off your cool miniatures, what yeah. you've been working on. We want to see what you guys have been working on, so we don't refer to our Facebook page or Instagram or our Twitter. Yeah, and we'll repost anything that's sent if sent to us, you know? Yeah, if you want us to share, or just show it off to, the, we, uh, to your fellow shield bearers. We love looking at, you know, other people's miniatures. It's part of the biggest thing that makes this hobby awesome is just how many different ways you can customize them to be yours. Indeed, and before we wrap up, 
again, good news, everyone. We've got merch now on Teespring. Teespring forward slash stores forward slash shield dash wall dash productions. We've got all kinds of shootable branded merchandise, including coffee mugs that you can use as paint mugs. Um, don't get them mis mixed up, though. Indeed. We might have to make a couple of others that have labels on them of paint and not paint. Whether you choose to use them for their appropriate labels is up to you. But you are now able to show that you are a proud shield bearer in the form of t-shirts, hoodies, and indeed phone cases, or just a sticker here and there. But anyway, thank you all again so very much for listening, and we shall catch you next time. Toodles!